They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Hello and welcome back to For the Culture, the number one podcast in the world. Not actually. Um, one day. One day, yeah, one day. Um, the podcast where we talk about what's popping, what's relevant in the culture. I'm Michael Gervy. I'm Isaac Gall. Sweet, we're back. Or we are back. It's been a long time. <laughs> Our last podcast. Um, we. We're rebranding ourselves now. We are. Our last podcast was months ago, um, and now we're setting a rebrand. Uh, exactly. Coronavirus. We got the quarantine going on right now, and we are revamping the Stay podcast. Stay social distance. All the old ones. Everyone be. Yep. I'm at my house. Michael's at his. We're at our houses. Yeah, but got new microphones, new software to record. We're everything new. Everything's is going new on. for the people who we we're rebranding. If you look our past episodes are gone this is a new new gone. beginning fresh start um and we're we're gonna be better because we i don't think we were good enough yeah. and we're gonna improve on what we did wrong um keep what we did right yeah. and uh we're back feels good to be back it really we does we didn't like you know the direction the podcast was going it was all list based before and we wanted to do more discussions because we think that's more interesting for you guys um yeah, so we want to do more discussion based. Look, we're gonna, we're just gonna, everyone. It'll be, we're gonna flow. We're just gonna go. All right, so we got some stuff that we want to talk about. Um, yeah, so we want to talk about you know some of the new music that's been coming out it's this pretty week. Big, uh, pretty big. We're gonna try to drop the mu- We're gonna try to drop the music section every Saturday, um, because you know new music comes out Thursday night or Friday at midnight if you're in Eastern time. So. You know, Saturday gives you a chance to like it gives us a chance to like look at the new music, listen to it, and you know collect our thoughts on it and come up with something to talk about regarding it. Um, and then we'll be dropping the sports section hopefully every Tuesday just to kind of spread it out and you know break it up from now on. So if you like the music, you listen to music. If you like the sports, you listen to sports. You don't have to sit through both parts. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna try that. Yeah, out, and see how like it goes also like. Like obviously we're 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 focusing on the sports and the music, um, but for the culture we're gonna if something's relevant and it's really I don't know, like everyone's talking about it, we'll probably talk about it too. I mean it depends, but we're gonna keep yeah, our like culture, structure kinda Yeah, like sports and music are really big in the culture, but they're not everything. Yeah, so there's so much more. If the there's culture. something really relevant going on, like let's say like Avengers Endgame Part Two dropped out of nowhere. We'd probably we'd talk about that. Um, yeah. Hey, like we talk about you know. Yeah. Whatever. If something if it's relevant and for, in the you culture, know, we're know. talking about it. That's the point. All right. Exactly. So exactly. Big music week. Kind big of music week. I don't know. Big nowhere. name. Big name. Um, Drake dropped a surprise mixtape, the Dark Lane demo tape. I'm pretty sure. I hate the um, name. I'll be honest. I hate the name. Well, you know what? It's a mixtape. It's a collection of, like, the way you described it on his Instagram, it's a collection of SoundCloud songs, leaks, and new quote-unquote new vibes. 
Okay. So, you know, it's not like an official project or like album. It's just like, kind of like no, a not, Nothing collection. conceptual, just a collection. I see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Just like his care package last year, except from like relevant like songs from now instead of songs from like 2011. Um, yeah, so Michael and I listened to that Thursday night. Uh, it's now Saturday afternoon. He kind of dropped it um, out of nowhere. He did. He, he didn't announce it until like hours before. So yeah, that's awesome. We, we took I that as a sign that, you know what? We got to get the podcast going now. This is something crazy to talk about. So we're going to talk. So about we'll look, now. we'll um, look back on this day when Drake is on the podcast with us. Um, and he, yes, uh, sir. initiated the rebrand. So he was the start of the, rebrand. it'll be nice to let him know that um, in person when we meet him. Yeah. So <laughs> Michael, what were your thoughts on okay, uh, well, this is, the album? Okay. Like, um, we listen. Me and me and Isaac listened to it together, um, and you know what? I don't know if it's just me, or if it's like, I, it's I, Drake. The way he makes his music, a lot of his stuff isn't okay. Like I like it, but it's not like the type of music I like listening to now. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I feel like. No, I know what you mean. I, I dude, I, like. He just like, and there's a lot of rappers like that, and that's kind of it's kind of like weird because, like, I really like melodic rap. Like that's like, all I listen to. Like actually, all I listen to, um, and I know it's like it's my opinion, whatever. And Drake, I don't know, he's just not my. He has a couple songs that I like here and there, but it's he's never like been my guy. You know what I mean? Like he never. Yeah, he's he's not really a melodic rapper. He's either he's either like flowing and like spitting. Or it's like R and B. Yeah, and like or it's like pop. Don't get me wrong. You know? It's never like, like it's never just melodic rap. Like I know, you know, we we have a very similar taste in music. Except I just I feel I'm more open in terms of rap. Like I like really hard stuff. I like really vibing, like flow and spin lyrics stuff like that. Um, but I know you're like a pretty much like almost strictly melodic guy. Yeah, no, and like and you know I could appre- I appreciate that, but like and don't get me wrong, like I you know. I can appreciate like a sick flow and I like. I get hyped to stuff like that, and I like listening to it. I like hearing cool wordplay and like flows that fit well on certain beats. Like I like that. And Drake's really he he does that well on a lot of these songs. Um, it's just like, yeah, like I don't know. I I don't want to say I'm under like I might be underappreciating how good rap like that is. But at the end of the day, like if I don't like listening to it, like the melody, then it's just like doesn't doesn't work for me and I, that's just drake that's nothing to do with the album but that's just drake in general i feel like that's just his style and i mean it's clearly working well for him um but uh yeah overall you know what like i've never been the hugest drake guy and i i, I enjoyed the album i mean like other like for yeah. what i usually think of drake i think it was pretty good he's got some he's got some good songs here he's got a couple hits in here um and some, I, uh, like some. I think we both had similar opinions. Yeah, on and you know what? Like, I I don't know what he was doing with like war, and I didn't. And like, well, he came with a bunch of different styles on here because you know it wasn't once again it wasn't like thematic. Yeah, or I guess it wasn't. It was just a no collection theme. of different songs. And you know he came with songs like War and Demons, which incorporate like Brooklyn, you know, drill rap and like UK drill. Yeah. And while originally 
songs like War and Twisty Slide that I'd heard before and was not a huge fan of, I, for some reason, enjoyed much more in this project. Um, Because I guess I was in, like, a Drake mood with this project. And, yeah, I mean, honest, Drake threw me off guard with this project, not only just by dropping it, but I remember right when I saw it, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be terrible. Like, <laughs> why? I, I sincerely thought that? it was going to be really bad. Um, well, like, I can go into that, that later, like, but like, thought. I just, I just had a feeling it was not going to be good. I just, it's just how I thought. Okay. And when I was listening to it instantly, like I started to enjoy myself. I was like, oh, this is good quality. He's spitting bars. This is, he's dropping some good music. And, you know, um, obviously not every track is going to be great, but there was some really, really good quality songs on here where he was saying like, some real stuff yeah for sure and i appreciated that from drake and i think it's a solid project for him um he announced his albums coming in the summer and this has made me more excited for to see what he can come up with next because i mean if he can do this with just a mixtape hopefully he can do something better with like a full album you know yeah the album's supposed to be like the good thing like the best yeah i agree and i feel like i mean Drake, I don't know if he put this like a narrative on himself, but it seems like he's got a lot of pressure to be, to just like make incredible music. You know what I mean? Yeah, because when you get to that like level of like fame and notoriety, you, you know, there's a higher standard for you yeah. than there is for, you know, other rappers. But um, I think with this, he hit the standard. He didn't go much above the standard in my opinion, but he hit the standard for me. And I appreciate what he did with the album or the mixtape. Um, and the reason I thought it was going to be terrible and now I'm more excited for the album in the summer than I was beforehand is because he has been dropping some not great projects as of late. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can get into a discussion about Drake's career. Well, I just um, I want to I want to bring something up. Um, yeah, I just I wanted to know. Cause I I want to know what your thoughts was. I I know you you mentioned it earlier, but Tootsie Slide. Okay, so this song right. this song was a single. He released it before, and my first initial thought, um, listening to the song was he made this song for TikTok or whatever, like you know, stuff like that. Like it's literally completely yeah. A hundred. It was pretty much his goal with that. In my opinion, was just. I want to get a quick, easy number one hit that's going to blow up the charts. Yeah. Like, it's already platinum. It, w- it released, like, what, maybe maximum three weeks ago. Uh, I'm kind of losing track of time because of It was, actually, it's almost a month ago. Almost a month. Tomorrow's a month. Okay, so, okay, so it's already platinum, yeah. which is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, he just made it to make some money, which has been my problem with Drake for so four four plus years now that he's just he's sold out to make the money like okay, instead of going with quality. i want to say something so that, that's exactly what i thought you'd say um because that's what we i mean we we both said that I, even i thought that too i thought he's kind of selling out here but i don't like if i'm being honest like i enjoyed it much I, more in the scope of the project yeah, no i've never I, I i always thought the song was catchy and like i don't know if it's is it really that bad to make us like to make a song that's gonna be popular, like TikTok's like the biggest thing right now. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, it's not bad to make a song that's gonna be popular, but it is bad to make a song that's you. Your only intention is to make it popular, and you're sacrificing the quality 
for the popularity. I don't know. Is it really that like, bad of a song though? I think it just gets a negative like, like narrative around it because he made it for TikTok. No, it grew on me eventually. But the thing with Drake, it in my opinion is there's bangers like number one songs like Nice for What yeah. that Drake has, which is an incredible, incredible song, and I think it's one of like the best songs he's had over the past five years. Mm-hmm. Um. The Lauren Hill sample and the, the the melodies and the vocals were really good on Nice or What. And it went number one. And I was like, okay, that's a well-deserved number one. Right. Um, but then, right after that, he got replaced by In My Feelings, which was his own song. He replaced himself at number one. And In My Feelings was not a good quality song. It's almost like the same as Tootsie Slide. It's like the same type of idea. It is a very you know similar I mean? idea. Um, yeah. In My Feelings is... A bad song. I'm sorry. Like I know at number one, but it did that because it's Drake and because, you know, I think he released it at the right time of summer that it just it felt the people felt the summer vibes and it just kind of blew up. Um, but I just it was it was not a good song. Like it was not a good quality song. It was strictly made for the Billboard charts. Strictly made to go number one. And you know Drake knows that going into the studio. Sometimes he makes quality music and sometimes he just. Goes in there, okay, like, okay, I want to make more money. I know I got millions and millions, but uh, screw the quality. I just want to make some more, you know, hits, make some more money. And I don't like that. I like artists that, like I said, with Nice For What, that can combine quality and the hit-making factor of a song that can make it a good quality hit. Like, yeah, for example, okay. Sunflower. Sunflower with Sway and Post. That's an incredible song. That's a song for the ages. That is timeless. Yeah, 100%. And it was a, I agree. It was like over, probably over five times platinum by now. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm certain it's over five times platinum. Um, and it's an incredible quality song. It's timeless. Um, yeah, and that's good quality and hit making. And I wish Drake would do that more often if he really wants to get the bag. That's fair. Or, I mean, is it. I feel or, like... you know, lose some of the hit making factor at some points, like he did on this project with like his best songs are not probably not going to chart at the top. Like. Um, his. I think both of our favorite songs was "When to Say When." When to say when, yeah. Um, that was a great quality song, but it's not gonna hit the charts. Um, but it's like that with a yeah. lot of people. You know what I mean? It's like like, I feel like it's unfair to like hate on Drake for dropping a song like this. I think like um, what's wrong with like making a song that's just gonna be popular that everyone's just gonna dance to? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be the most lyrically impressive song or it's just kind of like a fun song and it was made for something that's popular like i'm the yeah, tiktok community i'm sure songs. loves it i'm sure they love that song yeah. it's massive on yeah. there it's like one of the, it's probably yeah. one of the top li- like so, like uh sounds you can use on it's that. the top yeah um but there's a difference but you can also drop like a song that people want to dance to and have fun to while making good quality music oh a hundred percent but I even feel- with drake like, Drake has so many of those where, like, good quality and people want to dance them. Like, just hold on, we're going home. God's plan. Nice for what? Right. He has hits on top of hits that are good quality. But he, sometimes he just chooses not to make good quality. And sometimes it's not even the hits that aren't good quality. Like, we can get into that after. But, yeah, sometimes he just chooses not to make good quality right. music and just sells out. Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, that brings up the question, what defines something as good quality? You know, like... If people like right. it, is that, can I say that's good quality? I mean, what, who defines quality? But there's here? a standard of good quality for Drake. 
Okay. That's fair. You're right. He hold, he and and that's just created for him being at the top. Um Yeah. And, and I, making good quality music in the past. Yeah, ex- okay, yeah. He he set his bar. And you're saying yeah, this kind of so, fell short in terms of quality. Yeah, now we can get into like Yeah, now we can get into Drake's career. So Drake came in dropping some bangers with like Best I Ever Had and songs like Over. Those are club bangers that are also really good quality. 100%. He drops a very good album in Take Care, a very good album in Nothing Was the Same, a very good album in If You're Reading, or like Mixtape, I guess, if in If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. In my opinion, probably Drake's best uh, project. Um, the collab with Future, What a Time to Be Alive. And then he just kind of sold out from there, and it just went pew, you know, straight down. Views... Obviously, all his albums have some good songs because he can still make good songs. Views had like Western Road Flows, um, Still Here. It had some good songs, but overall, it was not a good album. More Life, it was better, had one of Drake's best songs in Do Not Disturb, but still not a good album. And then Scorpion, it just Scorpion flat-lined. Scorpion was made for the for the for the radio. Not only was Scorpion made for the charts, Scorpion was overinflated for the charts. And what I mean by that is. He released an album with 25 songs on it. Which is... Strictly for... Not only for the charts, but strictly for sales. That'll get you to gold and platinum uh, certification faster when you put the more songs on it. Um, and he did that strictly to get the sales. And it's evident. Like, some of those songs... If you listen to Ratchet Happy Birthday off of Scorpion, that was one of the worst songs I've heard in a long time. It was terrible. And some of the songs were just such bad quality off Scorpion that it's evident, like it's clear what he was trying to do, and you know, you know, get your bag, I guess. But yeah, um, you could still release better quality music, and this this was better quality in my opinion. While like it still wasn't amazing, and what I've known from Drake in the past with his other projects, it's a step. It's a large step in the right direction, and hopefully, his next album. He said he's gonna make it like a more realistic size. Um, it'll get back there. Uh, he said, you know, I hope it, he said, you know, it's going to be a shorter album. Um, hopefully not as many, like just lower quality songs. And I hope he'll get back to where he once was because Drake can be a great artist. I know he can be. Yeah. You're right. And it's, yeah, he kind of just, I guess he just kind of started selling out. It seemed. Yeah. But the thing is with this album, as I said, it's a step in the right direction. Just as soon as I said that. Uh, I read an article on XXL saying he might not get the number one spot. He might not get the number one album on Billboard um, for the first time in a long time. Which, because Kenny Chesney decided to drop the same week as him. And those country fans are running his numbers up to almost the same as Drake. So, Drake likely still will edge Kenny Chesney yeah, out a probably, little bit yeah, from probably. what I was reading. By like 10k sales, something like that. Um, it's still not as encouraging of a big... Uh, week that or big first week that drake could have it's not indicative of what drake usually gets and drake may think it's because you know he went with more quality and less hits i think it's solely due to the fact that he dropped a surprise mixtape out of nowhere and nobody was expecting it and it didn't have the quality of like hit singles like god's plan nice or what and stuff like that um that's what i attribute it to so hopefully drake doesn't think it's about the quality and trying to make more hits than quality songs on his next album um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see that like you know he's he's having to battle for number one spot now. Yeah, no, for sure, and like, yeah, 
You're right. You said it well. Uh, yeah. So, I think Drake Drake has had a good career. Um, he said he wants to retire at 35, but I don't think he's gonna end up doing that. Just seems to love the money, seems to love the fame. I mean, seems to love making music. He might, do you think he might retire so, from music then, though? Or I don't know. Like I, I, I think he loves the music too much. Yeah, like, I think I, he dude, loves but the look, like, music too much. He might go back to acting or something. You know, like there's always new, new beginnings. Oh, I hope not, dear lord. Dude, he, I think he's a um, good actor. He's kind of funny. You don't think so? Okay. All right, whatever. You, you ever really. seen that Raptors uh, he's commercial? Okay. Like that one's funny with Will Ferrell. I guess Will Ferrell's in it too. Like I like. That was funny. Um, I liked him on SNL. So you know, maybe that's kind of where he do, like, comedy that's, that's type of roles. Where he blew up. Kind of. Uh, yeah, he did blow. He did blow up from acting on Degrassi. Yeah. But like, I guess so. my point is, yeah. So <laughs> hoping he stays. I'm not trying to see him in any Oscar-winning roles, you know. Um, but if anyone's gonna be like that successful, it'd be Drake. You know, Drake is very successful. Drake's great at being um, su- successful. But what bugs me about his career is he went down. It's the same kind of thing with Eminem. Eminem. Through no, Eminem didn't sell out for hits, but he just kind of his quality of music just fell off, and their quality of like their albums declined, which takes their discography um down like ridiculously like far down, especially for Eminem since he's dropped so many like not great albums since his great albums, and people just decide to overlook that when they're looking at like. The greatest rappers of all time. Yeah, I see Drake people putting Drake in their top ten greatest rappers of all time, and it just it bugs me. It rubs me the wrong way. I see people like it was a post about Kendrick Lamar saying he was the greatest rapper of all time, which I don't necessarily agree with fully, but he's definitely really close to one of the greatest rappers of all time. And then I see people saying Drake and J Cole are so much better than him, and it just it bugs me because. You're not looking at quality. Oh, at that point. The, the at... people who are saying that are like are people who turn on the radio and if they hear Drake, they're like, yeah. "This guy is it." You know, he's the best rapper. Like I saw, yeah. Like my friend Adam sent me a list of like Billboard like critics made like a t- list of uh, top ten Drake or top twenty Kendrick Lamar songs of all time, and it was only his hits, like. All it was was like humble DNA, uh, swimming pool stuff like that, and it's like you're not talking about his greatest songs. You're not talking about you sing about me, uh, Black of the Berry, How Much Dollar Cost. All his like incredible quality songs that makes the Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City some of the best rap albums of all time. You're ignoring those because humble and DNA did more on the charts. It yeah. made more sales, and the people who prefer like just the radio songs and say that they're they make these claims that they're his best songs like and that like um drake is like one of the best of all time because he had so many radio hits or i saw someone say like drake or j cole is the best of all time because he helped me through a hard time like that doesn't make him the best of all time like obviously there's a lot of variation of opinion yeah on, like best it can of make all him time your favorite all of all time Exactly. That's exactly what I said. I said he can be if he helped you through a hard time. That's great. I'm glad you were able to get through a hard time. Yeah. He could be your favorite artist of all time. He could be your most impactful artist of all time. But that doesn't make him the greatest because he helped you cry over your ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend or something like that. Um, yeah. There's a difference. There's a 
very big difference, and that's something we can get into, you know, on another podcast because I think that yeah, could be a really great time. discussion. Um, yeah, but yeah, overall, the album. It, um, overall, um, yeah, just to circle back to the album, I liked it. Solid project, great step in the right direction. I think it was good. Um, I also think it was good. Um, good quality. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, enjoyed it. Um, good album. Or mixtape. <laughs> uh, on to the other big thing. So that another project this that dropped. Week. Yeah. Well, I know technically only the deluxe version dropped this week. Okay, yeah. But but it's um it's little baby's my turn. I had been waiting because right after he released the album, I was really interested. He released it uh, February twenty eighth. He yeah. I was very interested in listening to it, but then he started teasing them the deluxe version right so i was like all right i'll just wait until the deluxe version drops so long and then over two months later that's, re- that's long here we are listening to it that's crazy yeah yeah so unfortunately i didn't listen to it to it until now um michael and i listened to it last night and uh long we album. or at least i really enjoyed it michael okay so okay so i kind of okay one thing about baby little baby whatever I'm gonna call him Baby just because like we're close. Um, I I don't like his sound. I I don't I don't know what it is. He has like that melodic like aspect in his music that I like. I just don't like his sound. I don't like his. I don't know if it's his voice or his like auto tune settings like turned down like. I don't know, but like, I. Like, I, I like the album, and, and he has, like, a lot of songs. There's one song on here that is, like, one of my new favorite songs um, at this moment. Like I've, Commercial. Commercial, absolutely incredible song. I've been bouncing to that, like, the whole day today. It's all I've been listening to. It's an incredible song, and he makes great music. It's just, I don't, it's just, it seems like, I don't know. I just don't like his sound, and a lot of the time, and it's kind of, I don't know. It might be the same for Drake, too, is he sounds the same on a lot of his songs. It's just kind of like a beat, a little different beat every time. And then he just kind of sounds the same. It's like the same pitch, the same. It doesn't like, it doesn't, only his like really good songs are the ones that are different. At least to me, that's what I think. Um, It's part of me agrees with that, but part of me also disagrees. Um, I think Lil Baby is actually a very versatile artist in the sense that he can make really chill stuff for you to vibe to. Um, he can make really, really hype songs. Like some of those songs and they were really hype and some were really, really chill and they were both, you know, good quality. Yeah. And yeah, he can do, he can do both. And I think artists that can do both are rare, uh, to make good quality of both. And I think they, they're, uh, yeah, I think they're rare and they're, they're the best kind. No, and you're right. But it's, so it seems like what, what I, it's, I don't know. Like you're right. He has hype and he has chill music and he makes them both well, but it seems like a lot of his chill songs sound the same. And then they're different from his hype songs, but a lot of his hype songs kind of sound the same. And then there's the ones that are like extraordinary, like the really, like, whoa is like a good example. Like, whoa switches um, it up. Like, I think it's yeah. like, it's different. It's, 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 it brings all those aspects that make a great song. And that's why I did so well. And, um, and that's why I think a song like commercial will be well, cause it's, or do well. Cause I think it's just, it's a little different. I don't know. It's just, I feel like he's, and it, I, it's not saying it's bad. Like he, it's like people like that sound. It's just it it doesn't suit me. I don't like it. So hearing the same thing over, 
an over sometimes isn't appealing to me. If I don't, um, like, I mean, obviously, if I don't like I it, do, I don't think, in my opinion, all his hype songs sound the same. I can somewhat agree with the chill ones, but when he's mixing up hype and chill, it just like that was a twenty-six song album, and it didn't really get old to me until like maybe the last couple songs it got kind of old. Um, I was really enjoying that album throughout. There was like a three-song period towards the end of the non-deluxe songs where it got kind of downhill, and Gang Signs was just a terrible song. Um, oh my and it really took terrible. down the rating for me. Um, it's just because Lil Baby, it was like a terrible beat for Lil Baby to use. Like, I understand he probably wanted to switch it yeah. up and like sound didn't a little different a little bit, but it just didn't fit. Like, you got to know your style and you got to know what fits and what doesn't. And he just, that was poor beat selection on his part or whoever's part. Um, but I think it was a very good quality project. Um, I think to be able to put out such a like a long project and still have it be considered good quality is very hard. It was very difficult. And, you know, the original album had 20 songs on it, which that's a lot of songs, but it yeah. didn't feel like 20 songs. Um, it felt very quick, and I found myself enjoying a lot of the songs a lot. Um, I'd always, at first, when I first discovered Little Baby... I was never really a fan because um, I'd actually never listened to his music and I just kind of, I don't know why, I just assumed he was going to be terrible. But I remember him and Gunna, I just heard about them and I just assumed I was going to hate them, so I did. And then when I heard Yes Indeed, that was the first Lil Baby song I ever heard, I didn't really like him on there that much. Like, Drake did his thing, but Lil Baby, I didn't really like it. Um, but then I went to listen to some of his other stuff. I really enjoyed it. And now this is kind of just my peak enjoyment with Lil Baby. This is just, he's gone to like another level in my opinion. Um, his sales for the name he is, like he's, his name, it's not like Drake, but he's becoming a much bigger name. Um, and his album sales really show that. And I was really surprised to see the numbers he was putting up considering, you know, the quality of the project and, you know, who he is. He's not like Lil Baby, he's not Drake or J. Cole. Uh, so it really surprised me, yeah. but I once again I really enjoyed the album. Uh, he had a lo- he had a good mix of different types of songs and yeah, it was pr- it was, it was really good. appealing. It did yeah, it, it, so I can't. Yeah, it, it had some it had some good songs. Overall, it was a good album. Other yeah, than Gang Sign, um, which was absolutely garbage. Oh God, absolutely yeah. garbage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can agree on that. Um, but I think this is a really, once again, a really big step in the right direction for Lil Baby. Um, he clearly is a very talented artist, um, which I didn't honestly see all that talent before this album. But now that I've listened to it, I can see just how talented he is and just what kind of a future he has in store. I think he's going to be one of the dominant forces of the 2020s in rap music. I think he's going to be one of the biggest names once you know all the older people kind of start to retire or fizzle out and the new generation's like taking over the 2020s uh, i think he's gonna be one of the driving forces behind that honestly yeah he he's uh he's got potential and he's building his name well i think he's really starting to reach his potential and you know he's starting to you know use his voice and his skill really well and yeah, I was very impressed with the album. Uh, what can I say? Very impressed. Yeah, it's um, great. It great. 
Yeah, so as I said, I think he'll be one of the forces of rap in the 2020s. Um, mm-hmm. Along with now, you know, let's talk about who those forces could be, because there's a lot of up and coming rappers who are really starting to blow, and I definitely think that we should like talk about you know just quickly a few of who those rappers will be, because you know this is really looking at the next decade of music that we that we're gonna love, you know. So I think we should definitely shout out some of those names. Do you have any thoughts um, that come to mind? Okay, well, the first guy that comes to mind has to be Tekka. Tekka is definitely going to be a massive force. He already has like a top five single in Ransom. Going to be a massive force. Tekka. Um, this one's a little more bold. I think the Kid Leroy. I was going to say, gonna be the Kid Leroy is definitely... Massive artist i i really think so he's already starting to make moves with Addison you heard Ray it here first on for Diva. the culture the kid Leroy is going to be juice world level in my opinion maybe a little smaller but he'll be yeah. a really yeah. big level and speaking of which for the culture take um, right there he will be massive i definitely think juice world would have been the one of the biggest forces of the 2020s um so rest in peace uh juice world again i also think pop smoke would have been one of the yeah, would have been one of the biggest forces of the 2020s, so RIP to him. Um, X even could have been one of the driving forces of the 2020s, so, you know, we've lost a lot of rappers who I think could have made some massive moves in the 2020s, which is really unfortunate. The Brooklyn Drill sound was yeah. just starting, just very recently starting to become very popular, and Pop Smoke was at the forefront of that. He was the biggest artist in that, you know, subgenre. So to see such a young, uh, talented artist pass so so early on in his career and just as things were really going to start to blow for him, it's very unfortunate. So, um, yeah, I think 100%. all three of those artists would have been massive driving forces in the rap game in the 2020s. Um, so to take his place since Brooklyn Drill is still continuing without him, and, um, you know, obviously he's not here to lead it. The leader, in my opinion now, is Fivio Foreign. Uh, he was featured on Drake's uh, album. And I was reading earlier today that Pop Smoke was originally supposed to be featured on that song. But unfortunately, he, uh, I guess, couldn't record his verse or was never sent the song in time or something like that. So Fivio was on that song. And I think Fivio Foreign is going to be making some massive moves in the 2020s. Or if not him someone else in the Brooklyn drill scene who comes up out of nowhere is going to the Brooklyn drill scene is going to really take over. And I think there's going to be one artist who's at the forefront of that, who does big numbers. Um, I think Uzi is still going to continue. Uzi's already one of the biggest artists. And I think Uzi's still going to continue to dominate the 2020s. He's only what, like 25, 26, maybe even. Yeah. Uh, his birthday's in June. I'm pretty he sure. He might so be one of the, he might be like, the top guy. Yeah, I think him and Travis Scott will be the top guys in the 2020s. Because uh, Travis is still fairly young as well. Uh, they will be the top guys in the 2020s for sure. Um, and obviously Drake, Kenny, Cole are still there. But we're talking about like the driving forces for the entire decade. So I think they'll be done by the, the decade's end for sure. Which is you know kind of sad to think about. Because these are, these are like the top artists now. But, you know, they're uh, just thinking realistically, they're not going to be around for the entire decade, like making music. Um, so, yeah, Uzi, Travis, uh, Leading Forces, A Boogie, I think it's going to be really big. Um, 
for the yep. entire decade. Roddy Rich is going to continue to be massive. Roddy um, Rich will be one of the top guys also, I think. Uh, Polo G, I think, will be really big in the rap scene uh, over the next decade. Lil TJ, I think these guys will continue to grow. Like They're very, very young. Like People like the Kid Leroy and Tekka and TJ, they're still in their teens. Like TJ just turned 18. The Kid Leroy is 16. Tekka, I think, is 17. These guys are so young. Yeah. Uh, and I could see them having a massive future. NBA young boy, as long as he stays out of legal troubles, he's putting up massive numbers. Honestly, like massive, massive numbers. And the baby, um, too. I was thinking the baby. I think, but I think the baby will stay relevant. At the same time, I think he will stay relevant. I hope so, but at the same time, he's already starting to really fall off. Like the quality of his, like he's he's putting so? up the numbers, but I don't I don't know how long that'll last because he's like he. He doesn't switch the flow up, and that's going to get tired after a while. And then when he tries to switch the flow up, for the most part, Blame It On Baby was not a good album. And we we didn't yeah. like Kirk either. So I think that it's going to be really tough for Baby to keep this going for an entire decade unless something dramatically changes and for the better. Um, so moving on from DaBaby, uh, Post Malone is going to continue to... Oh, he's going to be the biggest artist of the 2020s most likely. Yeah, probably. Um, he's not necessarily like a rapper, rapper anymore, but I think he's going to be like a top three, like biggest so, artist in twenty twenty. Oh, he's an incredible artist. artist. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's twenty four, twenty five now. Uh, so you know he'll be around for the decade probably. Um, I think Playboy Cardi could still be making some big, big moves in the twenty twenties. Uh, if he decides we'll to start see. dropping music, um. And speaking English, you know. Well, the thing is, he doesn't have to speak English to make the moves. He's making the moves right now without speaking English. So, he's he's got his Cardanese thing going. New language. Um, You're right. You're right. Yeah, so those are definitely some names that I think will dominate the game in the 2020s. Uh, do you have anything to add? Um, You know what? No, like, I think that, that kind of covers everyone. I mean, obviously, there's going to be artists here and there throughout the 20s. Um, oh yeah, there's gonna be artists every that few just kind of blow up, up, you know, pop up here and there. Some will stay, some will go, you know. But overall, um, transitioning yeah, those are the guys. Those are the there's guys. some sleepers um, to look out for. Um, YB, well, not really sleepers, but YBN Corday that we didn't mention, I think could definitely be a massive one. Um, now sleeper Don Tolliver, I think could be massive. Mm-hmm. Um, if he stays with Travis and plays his cards right, Don Tolliver could be really, really big. Um, I think Lukel has a type of sound to become really big. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of guys. There's you know? so many, and we'll never be able to name all the ones that could potentially have a massive, massive twenty twenties. And you know, there will be artists every few months that pop up, as we said, that we'll never know about until the you know they do. Um, yeah. But yeah, these are the and- ones that we can pinpoint right now and say we think they will be big in the 2020s obviously we don't know we're just guessing um hope we get it right um mm-hmm. yeah and yeah i think that's gonna be a wrap on our first episode of the reinvented for the culture reinvented um, rebranded yes we hope you really enjoyed hearing us discuss um yep the drake album the little baby album and you know the future of rap and you know we hope yeah. you decide to follow the podcast tune yeah, in for please more subscribe, sports follow episodes. the podcast yep. 
Sports Spotify, episode coming uh, every Tuesday. Music every Saturday. Um, yeah, I'm Isaac Gall. I'm Michael Gervy. We are For, for the, the Culture. Thank you. Final song.